Welcome to the Megan Walrod Show and to a world of magic, joy, and possibilities where you create a life and a business you love by prioritizing all that lights you up. (laughs) Hello and welcome to the Megan Walrod Show. This is episode one celebrating you for listening and celebrating me for showing up to the mic. (laughs) I'm so glad you're here and listening. And in this first episode, I'm so excited to invite you into this conversation about living your yes. And this will serve as the episode that also introduces you a bit more to me and my story and how I came to be this audacious woman doing, offering, being, (laughs) inviting you to subscribe to the Megan Walrod Show. And so while today will be a bit of an introduction to me and a bit about what I'm all about, I also really want to share with you some insights, perspective shifts, tips, however it might come out in service of you. Because that's really my ultimate intention and target with this podcast. And I'll be completely transparent with you from the get-go. This show is an invitation to me to step into leadership in my own life and business to contribute what I know is mine to contribute. And in so doing, it is my aim as well that anything that comes out of my mouth, anything that you pick up on energetically, pragmatically from my words, from who I'm being, anything in these shows, that it be a contribution to you as well and assist you in stepping into even more leadership in your life, in your business, in your relationships, in your world. And so I wonder what grand and glorious adventures await us both (laughs) as these conversations unfold. And so invitation, whatever you hear in this episode today and in my future episodes, whatever resonates for you, awesome. Invitation to take it, play with it. See what it creates for you in your world. And if it doesn't resonate for you, cool, no worries. And I'll be sharing more tools in future episodes about how to really look at ourselves kindly, honestly, the stories that we've been telling ourselves and are they actually creating the more that we know is possible or destroying and eroding our trust in ourselves. So that whole thing about stories and what stories we're telling ourselves, that will come out more in episode two that is all about being the author of your own life. So I just wanted to mention that now though. So as I embark today on sharing some stories with you about myself and about the time in my life, the times, a specific time in my life 
when this wisdom came to me, I'm going to invite you to tap in and tune into where you might recognize yourself in this story. And as one of my clients recently shared with me, her work is all about supporting people in healing the wounds that they carry from early childhood trauma and, and abuse. And she was sharing with me how wounds occur in relationship and healing occurs in relationship. So similarly with stories, the stories we tell ourselves can either limit and disempower us and further perpetuate those wounds that we experienced often in early childhood situations. Yet stories can also be a beacon of light, a beacon of hope and speak into what else is possible and actually empower and inspire us to become all of that greatness that we secretly know we are and yet have been hiding from ourselves for so long because it's so different from who we were told to be. So as I embark on this story today, I share this story from that space and place of having done a ton of healing around a lot of these old stories and wounds that led me to these places. And that brings me to this place today as the host of the Megan Walrod Show. I'm coming to you from my apartment that I love like crazy in Portland, Oregon. And as I look out my window today, there's a blue sky and a snowy covered Mount Hood. And if I bent around my microphone to look out the window the other direction, I would see Mount St. Helens up in Washington on the other side of the Columbia River Gorge. And I am so grateful to be here to have chosen this life, to be creating this life and this business by prioritizing all that lights me up, by prioritizing my happy, by doing more of what makes me happy. And this life and this business that I have recreated and reinvented several times, many times, multiple times over the last several decades, It's a life that's based in the intention, the commitment to live my yes. And what do I actually mean by that? What I mean by that is living a life that inspires me, living a life that lights me up. The energy of these words, live your yes, tap in and tune into what do you perceive in them? What are the possibilities you're aware of? I was so profoundly impacted by these words that were gifted to me as an invitation years ago, and I'll share that story with you in a little bit. I was so profoundly impacted by them that I actually ended up naming my business Live Your Yes. So although as a copywriter and a marketing coach, 
using my superpowers with words to support my clients who are women entrepreneurs around the world to grow their businesses by really bringing attention to what are the words that they're using to describe what they do and what are the words they're using to talk about themselves to themselves. Although this has been the core of the work that I do with women, I call it the core, but what's really the deeper core beneath all of that, because the words do matter. The words are carrying vibrations and energies and oh my gosh, I can't wait to get into the conversation even more so with you about the power of words and abracadabra in episode three. I'm so teasing you, aren't I? For right now though, in my work with women entrepreneurs as a copywriter and marketing coach, I've supported hundreds if not thousands at this point, women over the last decade in growing their businesses and creating profitable and purposeful businesses, businesses that light them up, businesses, whether it's a, you know, they're celebrating six and seven figure launches repeatedly, or having their first five figure launch and growing from there, or just getting started with a new business. The words matter and above and beyond and beneath all of that is looking at are they prioritizing what lights them up? Are they doing more of what makes them happy? Because when we as women do this and choose this, oh my God, we are lit up and turned on and so in love with ourselves and the world. And there is an expression that a wor the world loves a woman in love <laughs> and tap in and tune into a time in your life, whether you were in love, whether you were enthralled with yourself, whether you were in love with yourself, in love with an enjoyable other romantic partner or partners plural, Perhaps you had spent a weekend camping in the woods, in the mountains, laying on the earth, in that space of all lit up, choosing what makes you happy. Maybe you spent a weekend painting or making ceramics or making collages or writing poetry or singing or being quiet or going dancing with girlfriends or learning how to pole dance or whatever it is. Tap in, tune into those times and places, perhaps just one specific time in your life. And it could have been for an hour or a day or, or several months when you were so lit up. And notice what that's like in your body. And how much more ease was everything in life? And how many more invitations did you receive? Perhaps it was an invitation to speak on podcasts or speak on people's stages or go on dates or be a guest blogger or have your article shared in Forbes or Huffington Post or these kinds of invitations. 
How much more relaxed were you? How much at the same time, how was it, was it even more easeful for you to be bolder in your self-promotion, in your sharing about your upcoming events and with people? Tap in and tune into what you know about this for yourself. And what I'm aware of for myself is that when I am prioritizing myself and all that lights me up in my life, I am overflowing with gratitude. I am turned on. I am trusting myself. I am trusting the universe. And I am so much more receptive. I'm able to receive more money. I'm open to receiving more clients, all these things. And I'm actually magnetizing more clients, money, possibilities, magic to me. Because I'm like this wide open, barriers down, happy, grateful, present. And that energy, that space, that consciousness is so magnetic. And it's, it's, it's one of the easiest things that we can choose. And yet, we don't. Why don't we? What is it that has us not choosing what lights us up on the daily and prioritizing all that lights us up on the daily? Well, let me share a story with you and I'll unpack some of that question for you. So, as I've shared with you, I'm coming to you from Portland, Oregon. I have my own business. I actually, this last year, I'm gonna share a little bit of my story from this last year and then go back in time with you and share another story with you from a decade ago. So. Last year, I was living on the East Coast in New York and I realized it was time to move. And I made the choice to move cross country in the midst of a global pandemic. And every step of the way there was ease. It was like every step of the way the green light was there. <laughs> and I was in my own flow, following the energy, choosing what was lighting me up. I was guided and it lit me up by the idea of choosing to come to Portland. So I came to Portland. I found this apartment, lit me up. It was actually the first apartment building that I looked at. And everything has continued to unfold with so much ease, so much joy. My business, I celebrated a six-figure year with my business at a time when I know that there were many dealing with different kinds of financial hardships and, and thriving and surviving and, and struggling. There was the range of that, right, around our world last year in the midst of this global pandemic. And yet I knew more was possible. And I kept choosing that which lit me up. And as doorways opened, they led to more doorways and more doorways and amazing clients I was attracting to me, amazing, powerful women entrepreneurs and getting to share my superpowers with them to amplify their awesomeness. 
just continued to light me up. It was like one of those marvelous snowball effects of awesomeness. So the live your yes is an actually daily informed life and business. It's like the choices that I make every day. I'm looking at what would create more? What would light me up? What could I choose today that would light me up even more? Yet there was a time in my life over a decade ago when I was in a relationship and creating a business with this beautiful, kind, amazing man and living together in a small town in California. And I was miserable and I couldn't figure out why. And I was trying to hide it from him as I had this inner story going on of like, if I can just figure out, if I can just figure this out on my own, then I'll be able to fix it and everything will be okay. And what's wrong? Like, what's wrong? I had reinvented my life after a divorce. I felt so proud of myself that even at that time in my life too, I had moved from Colorado to California after a divorce. I had started this new relationship, started new everything, reinvented everything. And early on in that relationship, I realized that I was still carrying around a lot of melancholy. And I realized that my inner barometer, my inner set point was like a little bit above melancholy. And so I, I had the awareness that that was something for me to change, that there was something more than living at a baseline of melancholy all the time, and that that was going to require me to start to pay attention to, okay, so if I don't want to be living at melancholy with all this leftover residue from divorce and grief around that, what's required here? You know, what's the grieving that's required? What's What's here for me to look at? And that inquiry began to, my willingness to begin to look at that actually led me to acknowledging more and more, wow, you know, I thought this was the life that I wanted. I thought I was really happy. We even got engaged. Our business was on track together for being six figures but I couldn't get my coaching practice off the ground. I had a couple of clients who were amazing, but I was struggling to grow my own practice. And it wasn't until I started to experience mysterious health issues that I really started to pay attention to, okay, what's going on here? But at the time I didn't have the tools that I have now. And I was asking questions like, What's wrong about this? Why can't I figure this out? I felt stuck. I felt trapped. I felt like a victim. I would cry to my sisters and my girlfriend. I remember going over to my girlfriend's house and having dinner with her and just complaining and struggling with not knowing how to fix this. Again, there was like this discrepancy between, I thought this was everything I wanted, so why am I so miserable? 
am I just being an ungrateful bitch? Like what's happening here? But I knew that wasn't true. I knew that I was grateful for what I created. Yet I still couldn't figure out what was missing and why I was still so unhappy. So in the mornings, I would journal. Journaling is one of my lifelines to my inner wisdom. It allows me to empty out onto the page everything that's going on in my inner world. And it allows me to tap into inner guidance and wisdom. And so as the cycle was with my partner at the time, he would stay up late. We lived in a little one-bedroom home. And he would stay up late after I'd gone to bed to have some time to himself. And I would wake up early before he would wake up in the morning to have time to myself. And I would journal. And one morning I was journaling. And something shifted for me that day. It was like I was finally willing to see what I had been avoiding and hiding from myself. And as I was crying and praying and journaling, I was asking the questions, show me, show me, what, what are you inviting me to see? Universe, show me, I'm ready to see. And I heard this message. You've been living your maybe. And as I heard this, tears just started pouring down my face as I perceived the truth of this. I had been living my maybe. I had been living in the safe harbor it wasn't lighting me up, this life that I had reinvented and created for myself. So all, all of the sense of knowing and the images of safe harbor, all of this just moved through my body. It was more than a, a thought or a feeling. It was like these perceptions and sensations and awarenesses. And I it resonated throughout my entire being and it rippled through me of like, oh my God, yes, that is what I've been doing. And then, thank goodness, I had the wisdom to ask as I was tapped into this guidance, inner guidance, universal wisdom. What do I do instead? And that's when I heard, bubbling up from my depths, the three words that would forever change my life. Live your yes. Live your yes. And as I heard these words, it was like the biggest gift from the universe, from my inner wisdom being offered to me. More tears, more sobbing, this time from total relief, total gratitude. It's like I had received the wisdom and the awareness that I'd been seeking and excuse me, not only that, I was ready to finally acknowledge this. And at the time, although I didn't know exactly what it looked like 
to live my yes. I knew that had something to do with my heart, with me, with listening to what lit my heart up. And I also knew what it wasn't. The living my maybe choice in all areas of my life was an invitation to me to finally get real with myself and acknowledge that what had been missing from my life was me, was me. It's as though I created this life from the outside in, even though, even though I, I was a smart woman, I had recently graduated from Naropa in Boulder, Colorado with a master's degree in transpersonal psychology. Like that had actually been several years before. Like I, I was savvy in the ways of psychology. I was savvy in the way of navigating the inner terrain and the stories we tell ourselves. And yet here I was acknowledging that I played out some old story and found myself here yet again repeating this old pattern in relationship. And when I was really willing to acknowledge that with myself without judgment, I was able to look at how in order for me to live my yes, it was going to require me to have some of those challenging conversations and to let go of that relationship and let go of that business partnership and move out and start over again. And as I say this now, I get that it sounds like a lot and on an unconscious level, that's why for so long I was struggling to try to figure out what was going on with my life because on some level I knew that when I got really present to what was going on, if I really wanted to live a life that lit me up and to create all the success I knew was possible, it was going to require me to make some different choices and do some rearrangements of my life, which would impact someone that I greatly cared for and did not want to cause any pain. And yet that willingness to get honest with myself and, and that capacity to see that really something else was possible, something greater in all areas of my life was available to me. I wasn't just smoking some pipe dream. It wasn't a fantasy land. It was actually available to me. And it was based in this, this idea of live your Yes, and that gave me fuel and motivation and inspiration and a kick in the tush to be like, okay, all right, 
I know the universe wouldn't show me this if it wasn't possible for me. And I know this may seem like a lot of steps to take and it may feel daunting at times and it may feel heartbreaking at times because I love this man and I love this life that we've created together in the countryside with these kitties and the horses out back that weren't ours, but we could visit them. And it was like, I knew it's like a flip switched, a switch flipped, (laughs) perspective shifted. And instead of feeling like a victim to circumstances, I realized I had everything to do with creating this life. That means I can uncreate it and create something new. And so that was the beginning of the ending of that chapter and a beginning of a next chapter. And Although I say the flip switch, the switch flipped, however you want to say it, however I want to say it, it's not like the next day everything was new and different and I created my new life. It was a journey. It was a journey of exiting that life and creating a new life that brought with it all kinds of invitations to get even more present with myself get even more vulnerable in these conversations. And all kinds of stuff came up around fear and doubt and can I really do this? And yet I kept moving forward. It wasn't a linear course. It definitely was a spiral path. And yet I learned a lot during that time yet again about following the breadcrumbs and following the energy and tapping in and tuning into what is my yes? What do I actually desire? I had spent so much of these last several months struggling with what wasn't working. That's where my attention was, looking at what wasn't working instead of what What do I desire instead here? What else is possible here? What lights me up? Like that was just off the menu that I was looking at. And as I began to unpack this more about how the biggest element missing from my life was me, I really got to look at how so much that had stopped me from creating a life, including me, prioritizing me and prioritizing what lights me up, is that I'd spent so much of my life focusing on taking care of others. And if I wasn't taking care of others, I was trying to please others. And it's those codependent patterns and behaviors that led to me feeling this huge chasm inside myself with with knowing, well, what does light me up? What are my desires? What are my dreams? And so in my life, of course, it seemed like there was this huge chasm between where I was and and something else because there was that chasm inside myself where I wasn't including myself. And I was playing out this old role of being there for others and prioritizing others. And so in the journey of letting go of this life of living my maybe, to create a life where I was living my yes, 
I got to go forth as the adventure that I am and the explorer and discover what does light me up, what does turn me on. And recognizing that it's not a static thing, it's dynamic. And so I invite you to tap in and tune into where are you at right now with your life and business? And if you weren't judging yourself, what else might you be aware of? And if you're living a life right now that totally lights you up, where you're super happy and grateful and you're doing work that lights you up and feels super congruent and you're having ease in all areas of your life, awesome, congratulations. And invitation to acknowledge the choices that you've been making of all that lights you up and prioritizing yourself in your life and business. That's, that's a space and place that, I, that I've both arrived at and am continuously evolving. So I don't feel like it's actually a place, I say that word arrived at, but it's so dynamic, it's so ever evolving. It's like I arrive and then there's more and then I arrive and then there's more and that more is never being chosen or identified from a place of anything lacking or missing now. It's more of just the acknowledgement that, yeah, more is always possible. While also cultivating that gratitude and contentment for what is right here, right now. And what I have found in the choosing what lights me up, prioritizing that, doing more of what makes me happy, I've discovered that money follows joy. Joy doesn't follow money. So all the ways and times I was creating struggle in my life around money and finances, it's like when I flipped that switch and started to prioritize happiness and joy instead of suffering and struggling, I began to experience more ease with money, with financials. Oh, those mysterious health symptoms that I mentioned, those cleared up. And my own coaching business, well, there were a few different chapters after I left that relationship and that shared business with that beautiful man where I was living my maybe to embark on the adventure of living my yes. And yet ultimately I transitioned into growing my own business where the first year I made six figures standing on my own, getting tons of support, investing in mentors, and yet trusting that I could create something without those codependent patterns was a huge celebration for me, a huge milestone for me. And then I've gone on to grow my business and so enjoy being able to support other women in having these shifts for themselves, flipping that shift, looking at where is it you might be living that maybe life or even a no life and what else is possible for you when you make that commitment to living your yes, to asking yourself those questions of what lights you up? What is it that you desire? When I choose what lights me up, I get this bubbly sensation 
I laugh, I often spontaneously clap. It's like the effervescence, the expansiveness of champagne bubbles and joyful, giddy, giggling that are my signs of, oh yeah, I'm choosing something that's creating more here and not just for me. I'm choosing something here that's creating more for others as well. And that's one of the biggest lies that we've bought, especially as women. We are told that it is selfish to prioritize ourselves. We are told that selfishness is a judgeable offense. And yet look at what we're told when we get on an airline. Put the oxygen mask on first before you try to help someone else put theirs on. When we are not prioritizing ourselves, well, tap in and tune into what you know about this for yourself. How much are you struggling with your own symptoms of exhaustion or frustration or resentment or guilt when you do prioritize yourself? All of that stuff is the conditioning of this reality that tells us it's not okay to be a lit up, turned on woman. More about that in episode four about being dangerous. And so as if you choose to embark on this journey of living your yes and being in the exploration of it, invitation to eyes wide open, heart wide open, recognize that you may bump up against that conditioning that tells you you're doing something wrong by prioritizing you. So I'll get into this more and more in the episodes again, because this is a topic, these are topics I'm super passionate about, about really being in that acknowledgement of the stories that we've bought that aren't even true, that try to keep us living in a limited version of who we really are. Live Your Yes for Me is one of the most revolutionary, evolutionary choices that I can make that I'm committed to choosing every single day of my life. It's what inspires me to create a life worth living. It's what inspires me to create a sustainable future for myself, for the planet, for others. Living My Yes is what led me to an adventure of a lifetime where I traveled to Uganda, lived and volunteered for six months, ended up co-creating and writing a book with a nonprofit there called We Have Something to Say that spotlights the lives and the inspiring stories of 16 adolescent girls growing up in the slums there who have been through empowerment programs with this nonprofit called Girl Up Initiative Uganda. I was so inspired by their stories, so inspired by the dream team of Girl Up Initiative Uganda that this idea came through to co-write this book. And since then, this book that was published in 2019, I believe it was, has raised over $50,000 for adolescent girls to receive more of this training from Girl Up in their adolescent girls program. Go on to receive a secondary education, which is huge. And when you put it into the bigger perspective too, of not only are these girls' lives changing and their families and their communities, major ripple effects. When we educate and empower adolescent girls around the world, we are contributing and investing in creating a more sustainable future for all of us. 
it's been shown that investing in adolescent girls in this way can actually contribute to the solutions that we seek on this planet, the solutions to issues that we face today. So as you can tell, I'm really passionate about this. And yet it's so important to, I share this to speak into how the story that, the lie that we bought that told us it's selfish, as though that's a bad thing to prioritize ourselves and what lights us up. What if that's actually not true? And what if the truth is that we actually create far more when we're including ourselves in our lives and our business? Choosing what lights us up. And trusting that the more that's possible that you're aware of actually is when you're willing to choose it. So this whole journey of transitioning out of the maybe life into a yes life required me to get honest with myself. That was the first thing. The next step was that real willingness to see myself and to see what I'd been creating. And then I got to trust my knowing and acknowledge that there was actually more here for me to have an experience. Yet it required me to speak my truth with my partner and make changes and get support around those conversations. This also required me to listen to my heart and really tap in and tune into what do I actually know about what lights me up? What does my body actually know? If I actually began to embody, inhabit my body and my life, what could I become aware of? The heavy feeling, the sense of density, the sense of anchors around my ankles or extra weights around my you know, my back and my shoulders, that was a clear sign. This is not necessarily going to create more. This is not actually what's true for me in my life. So being able to begin to discern that was essential. And then transitioning out of that maybe life also required me to be willing to let it all go. Be willing to let it all go as kindly and as honestly and as vulnerably as I could be with myself, with my partner, to experience the grief and also let go of making myself wrong for saying yes and then saying no. And knowing that even though he was having his own his own experience, which is his own private experience, yet, you know, there's grief when two people love each other and then there's the letting go. And yet I knew that ultimately staying in a relationship so as not to cause someone else grief would be the fastest path to my own death and destruction. And so I wasn't willing to do that. I know that sounds dramatic, but how long do we stay in situations, relationships, partnerships, business situations, way beyond when they actually serve us from that fear of causing someone else hurt, 
when meanwhile we're struggling with like suffocating staying in something that actually doesn't serve us anymore. So there's that willingness to recognize that the kindest thing that we can do for ourselves and others is to actually choose ourselves and be willing to have those conversations and not stay in those situations or relationships where they're actually not creating the more that we know is possible. Because the truth is, it's not creating the more that's possible for these other people as well. And so as I was willing to let it all go, it also required me to let go of the story I'd been telling myself that I wasn't able to create something new for myself. And instead, there was the invitation for me to acknowledge the creator that I am, that I had created everything that was in my life and business up until that point. And guess what? I was actually going to be the one that could create everything that came next and then next and then next. And there have been many chapters of my life since the ending of that story, chapters that have had beginning, middles, endings. And here I am again today coming to you from a chapter in the story of my journey that feels like another new beginning here in Portland, episode one of the Megan Walrod show with this podcast and invitation to you to carry forward from here what is it that you choose? And what can it create for you if you are willing to acknowledge the creator that you are as well? And letting go of any and all judgment, tap in and tune into hand on heart if it feels good to you to do that. Acknowledge you've got a compass right there to guide you in living a life that lights you up, that can actually create more for you and all the more that you've been asking for in your life, in your relationships, in your cash flow, in your business, in the world. When you're willing to allow any of those experiences of dissatisfaction, frustration, resentment, guilt, anything like that, serve as signposts that it's not that you're bad and wrong or have been doing anything bad and wrong. Let them just serve as your signposts that something more is possible here. When you're willing to look at these things that I've shared today, get honest with yourself, see yourself, all these things, and the relief that I experienced when I began to acknowledge, oh my God, I'm not crazy. And oh my gosh, there's so much more that's possible here. May you too have your own experience of relief. If any of this is resonating for you, relief that there's nothing bad and wrong, that there is more that's possible. And the way forward isn't trying to figure it out in your head. The way forward isn't trying to avoid doing the wrong thing or make sure you do the right thing. The way forward is actually trusting yourself, honoring yourself, listening to yourself, choosing from the inside out that which lights you up. and being willing to be the creator of your own life and business. What kind of world might you create for yourself when you choose to live your yes? And what kind of world might we create together 
when we are all prioritizing ourselves and all that lights us up. I wonder, I wonder, I wonder, I wonder. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being part of this adventure. And I wonder what grand and glorious adventures await you if and as you choose to live your yes. Thank you for listening to the Megan Walrod Show. My intention is to inspire more women with the possibilities available to them to create a life and a business they love. So if you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review on iTunes, and share this episode with somebody who you know who might be looking for more magic, joy, and possibilities. For more information about how to join me in an upcoming class or other adventure, visit me on meganwalrod.com.